I'm Sinks uh, from us too, one of the, one of the founders. Um, we're going to be talking a bit about the B Corp, um, the process we went through and how we found out about it and, and how we sort of over the last year sort of uh, progressed through that. Um, so, so I've my my sort of role at us two is more kind of the how things work and making them work. So me and Mills together, he put the mail out and kind of uh, we got we got it going that way. Um, I then worked with these two fabulous people to sort of make this um, come true. I'm the first fabulous person. <laughs> my name is Justin. Uh, I run the venturing arm of us two, and uh, part of that included helping with B Corp last year. So learned a lot about that. Look forward to chatting about it. I'm the second fabulous person. I'm Sinead. I'm the CPO for us two. And again, I was part of the B team, but I like to refer to us as the A team that helped <laughs> us get the B Corp. Oh! <coughs> I have to cut that out now. I'm Millsy, uh, uh, number one of the us two. <laughs> uh, I was going to say the us in two, but that's not one, is it? Uh, down in, in Peckham at Guap Podcast Recording Studios, and we have, um, are proud to announce that we've just become a B Corp, and we want to tell you about the journey. Um, it certainly wasn't easy, but hopefully by listening to this, um, we're going to tempt you into, into taking the same steps. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to learn about this process because I had absolutely nothing to do with it, with it. Other than, of course, putting it on Instagram over a year ago, December the 8th, I think it was, 2018. I just threw that out there, I was excited to tell the world that we're going to become B Corp overnight. And then I quickly realised that uh, it wasn't actually that easy. Hence, I handed it over to the people that know what the hell <laughs> it was. On about. the day before the board meeting where we were yeah. agreeing to, to move ahead. Where, where were you when you made that announcement? <laughs> well, that's funny enough. In, uh, in our wonderful Mamma Studio, I was, I was sitting in one of the best things about the Mamma Studio, they have like an abundance of toilets. I don't know why they have so many, <laughs> but they're all super nice and they're kind of, you feel like you want to stay there for quite a while. They've got lots of like graffiti all over them. And, uh, you know, so I'm sort of, you know, aimlessly looking around, spending a lot of time in there. It's almost like my office. So I just remember thinking, he hearing, I definitely heard Sink say, he's up for going for B Corp. I was like, well, why just not just sort of spread that love? And that's funny enough, probably the most engaged Instagram uh, post I've ever had. Um, unfortunately, of course, I couldn't actually back up the fact that we had done it, but the intent was there. So then, you know, then, of course, we had to do it. That's the way I like to be. If you actually say you're going to do it, you have to do it. And then, of course... We've started this journey, I guess. Well, we didn't just start it; we finished it. But we did start it. I mean, the the I mean, the truth is, we we were always going to do it. I guess we were just trying to work out. I mean, I, I I'll be honest; I never heard of B Corp before we went into this process. So, kind of uh, when we first worked with some, we had some advisors helping us out. And when I first heard about it, for me, it was more of a we we already are a, a B Corp. A lot of the things they were talking about, and a lot of what, what we what they aspire at B Corps to be. I, I felt like a lot of that stuff we were already. So for me, it was kind of like a no-brainer. Um, it, it turned out to not be quite as simple as it, and as easy as I thought. But um, it was just a, we wanted to sort of see what the impact was on the studios, how it works, the scoring. And I, and I guess that's what we were discussing just before we made the final decision. But it was, we, we were we were going to move ahead. Mm. Yeah, they were great, weren't they? When they initially, when we spoke to them, they said that they were, the, were the, one of the most B Corp, so that actually being a B Corp organisation, right? This, so, yeah. yeah, before they got us to sign up to the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an effective part of the sales you pitch. You are the most B Corp company we have ever met on the dotted line. And we, we figured out in doing so that actually it takes most companies a long time to get there anyway. So that, it, that you made an announcement a year early is probably about right in terms of what companies should expect to how long it's actually going to take to do it. Mm. Which is one of the good things about the whole B Corp certification, isn't it? It's not actually something easy that, to get. And you have to prove a lot of the things that you do, which is why it's 
so brilliant. You can say all these great things that a company does, but actually to have that backing behind it is, is what's really yeah. important, which is why I think I'm really proud of us. I, th I think that was our hearing and reading at a high level some of the components that make up the score and kind of, you know, they were all things we genuinely as a company sort of care about and sort of really, really want to improve. I guess what we didn't quite understand is the kind of the diligence that goes into how they score, how they assess things. We have a, a, a fairly complex business for the size we are in the structure and how it's what well, we have a game studio, adventures and studios with multiple. So like how, you know, if one studio is brilliant at, you know, recycling, for example, another doesn't do it. How, how on earth do you get a score? So that I, I think for our size, it was probably a bit more complex than, than most companies even to assess that data and, and, and score it. So. Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the <clears throat> challenges of the fun times that Justin and I had, wasn't it? It's like, if we have to answer this question, it's different in all the studios. How do you find that information? How do you bring all that information together? Because one of the important things of B Corp is that there has to be for the, a lot of the questions that they ask, that you have to have like a the percentage of a, of your company doing exactly the same thing, and obviously we are a company that's across the across the world in different places in different locations. Sometimes we've got different policies, so to, to actually find all that information in one place. Sometimes they have different fun. policies. Sometimes <laughs> they have different policies. Sometimes they have the same policy. Yeah. If I if I sort of rewind it slightly, you know, we start very slightly, fifteen years when we first started. Sinks myself had absolutely zero uh, sort of understanding or sort of or, or, or vision about being where we are today, mm. did we? You know, we uh, at the end of the day, you start a business when you're young, 24, I think we were. Um, yeah. Brought Sinks in, and um, no, you didn't. <laughs> and you know, we just wanted to build something great. One thing we knew, we wanted to build in a great environment where ultimately, if you look after great people uh, and you nurture them and you make sure you absolutely deliver to your clients then the chances are you're going to do something pretty special. But that was about, that was about all we knew. We didn't have a grand vision. And I think, you know, throughout the journey of, of us over those 15 years, increasingly, we've, we've, as it's grown, as we've learned, as we've matured, um, this word impact gets thrown around a lot, certainly by me and, and by you. And I think there's an there's a inherent demand from us Tubies to want to feel like they really, really are impacting the world. You know, as we grow up as a company and people grow up in the company, you know, it's not about... You know, it's no longer about designing nice things. It's about designing things that actually are gonna that, that are gonna create this impact. But I, I, I generally do not know if we really understood what we were saying when we said impact. I think we kept on saying we knew we had this 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 feeling inside us that we wanted to make sure that we used the profile of us to and the platform of us to 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 do good in the world. So I think when when we first you know got introduced to this concept of B Corp, which as Sink says we we really didn't know much about. So <laughs> so um. So the process, so Mills put out the mail on, um, on, on B Corp and we've been discussing it for, for a few months internally at, at the board and really finding out um, what it means to, to become a B Corp and the process involved and costs and time, etc. Um, I mean, we all knew at a very high level that B, what B Corp stood for is exactly aligned to what we, you know, where we want to be and, and, and how we want to sort of behave as a, as a company. But... When we lifted the surface, I mean, the way that B Corp works, it breaks down into lots of segments across an in the entire industry. So, you know, like a manufacturing industry may have different questions and score differently to how, like, how it recycles its its waste or like, a, and and obviously us as an agency, as a digital company, our we don't have much physical. So the so the, there's a, a general set of questions, and then they hone the questions down depending on what industry you're in, and 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 um. 
So we, we made the decision to move ahead with this uh, on, on the basis that a lot of the questions align with either where we are or where we want to go to or move to as a, as a business. I'll be honest though, the amount of questions and the detail and the complexity of how we are set up was huge. Uh, and, and even things that we thought, yeah, we do that, or you know, we found out that it wasn't documented or kind of, you know, it, it was gonna be tricky to align or one studio does it this way and another studio does it that way. So, I mean, I'll, I'll let Justin talk about how that all works, but it was a much bigger uh, process than we thought, even for things that we thought we already did. Yeah, I think having the company helping and advising us on the process probably shielded us a bit at the beginning from the undertaking. <laughs> and, you know, the person that's helping us kind of set up our account on, on B Corp's online tool, their assessment tool, and it turns out there are about 200 plus questions in there across the five categories. And, and for those who are still learning about B Corp, those five categories are uh, workers, civic engagement, uh, governance, environment, and your customers. And, um, and there's loads of questions within each of those. And the goal is to get to 80 points at least. And uh, the idea that B Corp talks about is that uh, a B Corp certification can be earned if you've got maybe two strength in two of those five now some companies are going to get strength in all five of them but um i think it's trying to account for the fact that every business is different sure. you know us two is not going to be a deep on manufacturing best practices because we don't manufacture mm -hmm. physical goods but maybe we have a lot to say and i know we do about how to treat your employees or how to give back to your local community so that was figuring out just where we were strong to start off with um was was a big learning but then it was all about like well, I, I just got into points. Actually, I just got obsessed about points. So Can you tell know. us a bit more about the, how the like the point because it was two hundred points and how like I mean maybe yeah the the um I think there might be sort of a theoretical no limit to points almost but um the best B corps out there score about one hundred and thirty points or more uh, and it takes eighty to get certified in the first place and then uh, the average company if they just kind of gave themselves a quick assessment without preparing for it at all would, would score about 50. Um, and those points, like I said, can be from a different bunch of uh, categories. When we got into it, um, the the place where we knew we were going to be strong was in, in our how we treat our employees. That's something that us two has always done. Yeah. Um, but it turns out we had a lot to do uh, around environment. You know, like that's something that we just haven't had to focus on but even though we don't have a manufacturing supply chain there's still stuff we can do there justin tell me about what <laughs> no, no but it's it no all in all seriously it was good where you're going there because that's actually it's genuinely interesting for me and things i think to actually hear this process because i as i said i wasn't involved i, in I, I, I was involved in the process <laughs> <laughs> oh they didn't mention you in the thank yous <laughs> oh yeah we did <laughs> i know I the um what one i guess one thing to uh, a big thing to mention is around the I guess the first, the first thing you actually have to do to become a B Corp is be willing to change your articles of association, which uh, for those that don't know is something that you sign that I don't even remember signing, to be honest with Mills, when we set up us two 15 years ago. But the, you have an articles of association that essentially um, says that you deliver value to shareholders of a, of a business. Um, and the fundamental change with the B Corp is that as you're, you're changing Wait, that to just uh, be shareholders. This is a genuine question, though, but who's... You're signing it to say you're gonna, well, you're gonna bring it. value to yourself. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, I, yeah I'm, I'm not quite sure how, how the signing it for you, but essentially as the owners of the business, we are signing to say, I guess our board or chair in, in this case, a chair's normal legal responsibility is to uh, retain and look after the value of the shareholders. We are now saying to our chair, Kath in this case, that yes, that is partly your responsibility, but your responsibility is also to the well-being of our employees and the clients that we work with and, and for. So I guess it and changes. the environment yeah. and the community. Yeah, they actually that on the, they're all on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the package that kind of that the, the sort of that we've signed up to now. You're signing yeah. up like officially to the mission statement, but it's not just saying as from a company perspective. It's actually in your like your legal responsibilities of the board. The so directors yeah. sign up to that yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it changes. So really we, had, we had to yeah. yeah we had to involve like Kath. In, I mean obviously Kath, I mean Kath. I'll be honest, was acting like that anyway, like we were mm. with a lot of the policies. Yeah, Our behaviour was mirroring a lot of what was uh, what was being suggested yeah. i guess we just weren't doing it formally mm. and this is kind of like i mean you change your articles of association and you i mean that's a it's a big thing yeah. for com- and i'll be honest it's much harder for bigger companies to do this and you know we've heard of some of the big companies like patagonia and stuff that are on this i mean it, it's it's a big thing for them to change when they have offices all over the you know I mean, arguably, I would say if you're a small company, get on B Corp soon because it's a lot easier to do with the complete with a single company and a single kind of. A, Can I know, just, with that actual point, Justin? Because often a lot of people um, have reached out to me recently because maybe I sometimes leak some of this stuff out to people that they know are already a B Corp. Mm. But when they ask, um, they I don't know if I should be saying to people who are sort of new founders whether it's worth incorporating B Corp from the start because obviously we're at the, we're in the midst of our journey. Um, I think what um, B Corp has a rule around how long a company can exist before it can become a B Corp. So okay. I think for true startups, uh, you have to be trading at least a year. Okay. And part of that so that they have financial um, statements and stuff to look at. But um, So you could always start with the recommended B Corp articles of association if you want. That's totally your thing. But um, they they give you that language uh, around like what your articles need to say so you can change it at any time if if you want to and then if you are a startup and you do kind of you have your year so you have all those documents and then you, and you then go to be a b corp what would be amazing about it is it gives you they would then give you frameworks to how to look after your workers how to look after the environment how to treat all this stuff so actually it would help you but be a, a really good company in the end. So actually, but you know, if you don't have all that advice coming to you, you know, yeah, like, it would save you potentially a lot of money with advice and yeah. stuff later on. I mean, gem- generally, I found when we first got told about it in more detail, is it if you're a, a good set of founders running a, a decent company mm. that kind of uh, then really this is a, a, fr- a framework uh, of which a lot of you think about already, but it's a framework to help you now and then how you plan and grow your company going forward. It, and it may, I mean, it also raised a lot. I mean, a lot of things that, you know, I would look at you and say, oh, we, we already do that. And you're like, well, yeah, we do, but we do it differently. So it raised a lot of like discussion points internally. Like we do, we do, we do this, but we do it differently. Should it be the same? Should we try and a lot? So actually it, it helped us as a business understand that our own business, it, but it was tricky. Like. Yeah, that's because it formalises the intention, right? The intentions, sorry, <laughs> I'm not looking at the mic. The intention of Mills and Sinks, of like you guys, of how you started us to, isn't it? So suddenly it's now actually, it's, it's putting that into, okay, what, how do we measure these? How do we make sure that we are following what we need to be following? Yeah. I think. And, and why we do it, why is this different and that different in a different studio that, that I guess we thought it was the same? Yeah. yeah. To build on what you just said, things, I guess, we were, I think we were very, six myself were very lucky that actually for some reason we just had this inherent value built into us in terms of un, 
believing we understood the, the point of having a company. Like we call it a family because we believe in this blend of this kind of nurturing nature of, of our business as well as the commercial side. Um, and of course B Corp then gives you um, an even better roadmap to, to, to actually achieving your, your goals around that. But interesting enough, Justin, like I have always said that we are, certainly over the last year, like my frustration has been that I kind of feel like we are a natural B Corp. But yet actually, I felt like we've learned a lot about our business in that some ways we were, but other ways we absolutely weren't. And can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, I think a lot of um, what's worked about us too is being informal, right? And there's a lot of trust uh, amongst our leadership and the people that work for us too. And so sometimes making policies formal felt like getting too corporate because yeah. that uh, that's the nature of how us two works. So B Corp is saying that might work for any given company, that's fine, but in order to be held to the same standard as all other B Corps, you do have to document some things. You do have to make formal policies where perhaps things were unspoken or informal before. Yeah. Um, and so that that's where I think a lot of Sinead's work in particular around um, our our worker policies really benefited from the B Corp process in last year. Um, but what does that mean on a, on a on a day to day? What is that? It, I understand now that we've got these processes locked down in a, like a vault where people can read. But on a day to day for say an employee, what what does does that change anything? Are there some examples, Sinead, that that maybe we thought were in place and you've had to change in front of it? Um, I suppose we had uh, a few kind of policies that we like the whistleblowing policy, which is like a formal policy. We didn't have that in place, and that so we now have that, what would that be? guide. What is a whistleblowing policy? Oh, so if you've got an issue with something that's going on in the organisation, there's a proper kind of this is who this is who you need channel. to yeah. There's a proper channel that you could that you can follow now. And I think organically, everyone at us two would know if something wasn't right. They'd go to sinks. They'd go to sinks, right, exactly. But the issue is he's the, <laughs> I mean, the yeah. one we're talking to, about. Now they, now they need to go to me, right? right. So It's like in the Trump thing with all the whistleblowers. That's yeah. what the whistle, I mean, that's what it is. It's about, I mean, it's ultimately about protection of the person that might be raising something very yeah. controversial but but illegal within the company. They need to have, feel like that's safe, right? I see. Yeah. So, so me and sinks have hit, took for granted for many, for many exactly. years that I guess yeah. we expected everyone as we grew to know that they could just come to me and sinks and talk yeah. about anything. Yeah. But what you're saying now, there is actually an area, uh, where is it documented? In the guide, which is our internal, where all our policies and benefits and everything's kept. I think you've just, I think you've touched on that this is a perfect example of where we would assume that people think it's fine to talk to us about stuff like that. But Mm. obviously, I mean, the company grows, it changes, people, you know, Mm. so I guess this is us maybe being a bit naive that, oh, of course you can come to, you know, but... Now, now we need to get everything down and written down so people understand it and not just have it written down, but actually talk about it and say, we now have this, you know, a lot of this is about, I mean, you can change a bit of paper and, t- and yes, it ticks the box, but really this is about changing the behavior of the company and how people behave. I mean, a lot of the points that we, that we got, we could have just created these policies, put them on the guide and ticked yeah. the box, but really that just becomes a box ticking exercise. And if you really want to become a, a B Corp and learn about it, it need, you need to live those things. I mean, some are more livable than others, but you need to actually behave in the way and want to behave in that way. One of the clever things that B Corp does is uh, like, you might, I'm making up the points, but you might get half a point for having a whistleblowing policy, but you might get another quarter point for circulating that every year to all employees, ah, okay. yeah. right? And so there are things that level up your behaviors. And 
um, that's how it makes it more just habitual and like just part of what we do. And mm. that's that's how you remind people that this exists because if you just stick it on a guide somewhere and hope someone sees it in an onboarding uh, packet, it, it probably won't be valued in the way uh, the same way that if it's circulated every year and leadership is seen to say, this matters to us, please spend some time with it. It exists for a reason. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. So um, from what I understand of the process, from what I've observed from afar, is that you know we, it's continual, what do you call it? Continual? Continuous improvement. Continuous improvement. So in three years, we would go up to to repoint ourselves to see and the idea is not to win more points the well you would want to you but because to. in order to win more points you'd have to have improved things but yeah. can I ask about what you just said then what how do how does someone prove that they've been circulating this around the company um, so really this is what the the assessment like the deep dive yeah. assessment that happens between the company that's going for certification and, and B lab and, and B lab has a even then still an independent team to uh, assess the assessment <laughs> and what they'd be looking for in the context of like was this part policy circulated they'd they'd want to see the email that yeah. circulated is it, it in right. your onboarding or you know the good thing is you need proof you need to back you need proof up. like board minutes so uh something else that happens in b corp is is you want to be able to state we have kpis against social and environmental causes if you're having good governance, it means you're having good. You're having board meetings. You should be note, noting down what's discussed in those meetings. And if you're asked to produce those documents to prove uh, that you are doing this, and and you can't, mm. the B Lab assessment will say we're not. We can't give you those points. So, so, so it sounds like that. I mean, to 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 make the decision to actually become B Corp is one thing. Then to actually get enough points to actually prove that you are a B Corp is is another. But and then the third thing is actually you actually making sure you you actually follow through with this and that yeah. is no easy. And get better there's, as well. There's absolutely no there's absolutely no point in becoming a B Corp if you're if you're don't plan to properly sort yeah. of invest. But you are mm. but you are signing up to to it being not hard is the wrong word but I'll say it but you, it's going to require more effort. Yeah. yeah, being accountable to, to become a good Focus company, you actually effort. have to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like, all your decisions now. You need to kind of go, okay. So how does that impact the B Corp? Like, what what should we be doing here? Which is, it, on one hand, you can think, oh, is actually going to, is that going to be a pain to slow things down? But if you look at it in the holistic thing and not just about points, it's like actually that's making sure that we are thinking about the environment, we are thinking about our community, and we are thinking about our people and all the decisions that we make. So it kind of gives you that focus, which a, I think lot, that's what excites me. Is, um, a lot of it is just good business, isn't it? Like yeah. the policies aligning, having something that, w e e you know, even the whistleblower, like even having those policies there is, it helps, you know, it helps people. So a lot of it is just about tightening, you know, if you're a good company that means well, a lot of this is about getting some, getting stuff written down, getting it, getting things aligned, living, you know, mm. I guess our, what we hoped when we thought we were like a perfect B company on day one, um, <laughs> is that we would get a kind of a, we would get a, a reading of the B Corp as we are right now without too much work. It turned out to be a bit more work than we thought. And then we can, from this point in time, uh, as in like now, we can then plan how we move forward and increase that. You know, you might choose big, two big topics. Um, I don't know if, if, if we've chosen those topics yet, but we might choose two areas where we look to invest in because they do take time and they do cost a lot of money. So I guess you need to you need to pick and choose what ones you're going to invest in, and and other ones may 
you know, I guess there may be ones if you've got um, points associated to revenue, or, uh, for example, and that revenue's not there in three years' time, or it's from a. So some things may go down, and you have no. What? Give revenue. me an example of things, though. We need non things. What are some? What are some of the things? Some of the things that like us two might not keep doing. I mean, just like what? What are the sort of things you are getting basically it, that you're getting challenged around? Some of the areas. So I know the wider areas. We've got yeah. environment. We've got yeah. Well, we've got I, I mean, we'll talk about some of the things we're not doing, and yeah. Um, yeah. you know, there, like, we don't have a credible way across all of our studios because back to what Sinead said before, like that's an important piece of proving it and actually delivering impact. As the majority of your companies be doing it, we can't track our water usage, our electricity mm-hmm. usage, our CO two outputs. And therefore, if we can't track it, we can't set targets, we can't reduce our output later, we can't offset carbon if we don't know what we're offsetting. So that is like a whole journey on the environment side of things that we didn't earn any points around. Um, But if we want to in the future, we're going to have to be able to credibly show B-Lab, like this is how we're doing it. And and how how does a company, including our own, because I'm asking myself, make sure that in that example, we deliver that? What would be the process we would have to go around to make sure that in three years time, we have tracked everything? You, well, I mean, That's what we're TBD. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for example, I mean, our big London office is a commercial lease in a big building and we're not independently metered. So I don't actually know how we're going to do it. I mean, these, this is what happens when you lift the, the bonnet. It's like, yes, of course we want to track and not waste water. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we, we live like that and want to improve that. But some things are just tricky as a, as a business to do. If, like a, if the landlord can't give you the meter because the water just basically, you have a flat rate for everything in, 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 our, in the T building. So, I mean, maybe there's a way, or maybe like, you know, if other companies are doing this. I guess the... the where, that, where that's super interesting for me is that, of course, the sort of, it's amazing, and this is the point of this process, the sort of naivety of us in many ways. Going into getting that studio years back, and it's a wonderful studio, you know, it was about, wow, this is super showing, awesome, and in a hub of shortage. But we never thought about whether or not you could track your, your water or your energy consumption. It wasn't even on my radar. No, but the, but, but now when we move to a new one, you've got to assume you would look yeah. at that. I mean, I get these small, I mean, we're, we're one of millions of companies that are, that, are, that are doing that. I mean, for me, Another one doing it, another one doing it. Then maybe the landlord will start thinking, "Oh, I've got three. I've got three companies in here now. I, I think if I, if I can change this, I'm going to become a better landlord and get more." Be- so I think these are all tiny steps. I mean, it might be ten years that we won't be able to get any points from metering our water if we stayed in that T building. But the point is, if we if we put the pressure on the landlord. Yeah then and someone else does and someone else, it, it will change and then it all becomes like part of a yeah it was b corp community isn't it that's that's kind of what we hope and that's kind of what we hope we've joined because then hopefully like you know if you have a new landlord are they b corp certified and do they ask for b corp certified businesses to go into them and then suddenly it's like this is one of the levelers that can you know bigger and community and bring it is amazing together how, to do the right. how it will yeah. create I mean, this one is, I mean, I guess this one relates to, I mean, lots of employees now at home, I don't know, you get the water measure as you get the smart meat, like, so the movement has already happened on like a residential sort of, uh, I mean, I think it's mostly moved over now. So you'll also not just get the pressure from B Corps, but you'll get the pressure from like individuals, like kind of talking to their boss at work. To, so it will all move, move up. Coming back to what you said earlier, that's why I actually think if you're a new founder, 
Um, and I've always think, found it particularly bizarre that, you know, if, if I want to drive a car, I have to pass the test. But any total joker, i.e. me and you, can start a business. Uh, and there's literally no, there's nothing to stop you doing that. So I think it's imperative that people take, actually do kick off with this B Corp um, way of thinking. Because I think, I wish we had started 15 years ago thinking about understanding the environment as well. Because I was so proud, so were you, of our studios, our, the way we treated people and the work we put out. But I now want to be as proud of the environment and the way we you know, sustain the, the local community around us. Mm -hmm. Those things are absolutely critical.